I've done many times here before, but I want to express another angle. The Gemara in Shabbos on Daphne Gimel Rebbez, it talks about an uh, incredible case, but I want to explain it so it'll make sense. I, I told you, I read years ago an article by we interviewing a, a food chemist, you know, so they make flavors. So he said in America, Americans' preferences usually start about eight times what occurs in nature. So Americans, if they want orange flavor, has to be eight times the flavor, orange flavor in orange. You want strawberry, it has to be eight times strawberry in the strawberry. Americans start about eight times. Everything in America is overexpressed, overpumped, over, everything. I, I don't want to go into it, everybody, everybody knows it. So it's hard for us to understand the delicacy of certain things. So for example, Hazal says there was a certain man, his wife, she was missing a, a, a hand, and he never recognized, the whole time married, never recognized, until the day she died, he never knew. And so for us, we're like, you know, the answer here, we're, we're, so, we're so grossed out in our society. I say it's so over explicit and over everything is pumped up and overdone and over too much. They say too much, we, too, it's always too much information here. We're always grossed out. So it's hard for us to understand a ballet is in an exquisite relationship of, of refinement of, of people that such a thing would be possible. But really, what the answer is, what it comes down to, it's it has to do with modesty. So Gemara says, one opinion says, look, what, 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 Rabbi Rabbi Chia, one opinion is that, is that the, the woman is very tzniyas, because he never found out. And the other opinion is the man is very tzniyas that he didn't see. You know, he didn't recognize it. So I've explained lots of times, we, many times, because the essence of tzniyas really from the spiritual sense has to do with a person relying on God. Here, you don't, here, I don't, I don't go producing information or seeking information about it, because I trust God, except when it's 12. When you go for a job interview, so you tell people what you're good at, because you're supposed to, that's not a lack of modesty. If you're interviewing somebody for a job, you find out what they can do, that's not a lack of modesty. But when there's no mitzvah, and no, there's nothing pragmatic, it's, we, we don't tell anything about it. We don't, we don't tell anything about ourselves, and we don't seek information about others, because it's none of our business, yes, they, we, we, and we trust God, that if we have to know, we'll know. I don't want to elaborate. That, that, usually I've spoken about these things from this point of view, from the relationship with God. A person who's modest is close to God. And people who are immodest are not very close to God. That's Pashat. That's, that's a Pashat thing. But that's a, that's a, and I've, I've discussed it many, for many times from other aspects. Here I want to explain something else. In terms of the relationship, we know, what is it? Here, the, the guy, what's, what's praiseworthy about a guy who doesn't see? The guy, the guy's, he didn't see. If he didn't see, what was modest about not seeing? The answer is, of course, he saw a million things. There's always a million clues. There's always a little tip-off. But he doesn't pursue the thought. He doesn't follow up on it. We always see a million things about our friends and our neighbors. But you don't follow up. It's none of your business. Yeah, you always see something. Oh, you put the, don't put two and two together. Don't do it. That's modest. And same with the other way. The woman, even though it's, even this is a modesty of negatives, usually modesty has to do with positives, of, of, of not accenting the positive. Here we're talking about, here, not seeking the negative. And also the other way, even the person who has the negative, to not flaunt it. Why? So there's, there's, sometimes he, whether it's easier to let go and to, show, and to show a flaw, or sometimes it's even beneficial to show a flaw for the sake of getting it, whatever, getting whatever manipulation or whatever, whatever strengths you can get because of it. And the answer is both of them are incredibly modest. He wasn't looking... He wasn't allowing himself to see the negative side of somebody, and she wasn't allowing the negative side of herself to be shown. And it's a it's an exquisite ballet, you understand? And I'm saying, in my humble opinion, it's not about husband and wife. It's even by husband and wife. It certainly is true in the street. Here, when somebody, when somebody, you, you see these newspapers when they hate the politician. Every picture of the politician, the politician's grimacing, gasping. They, every it's always a split second too late, or too early before the smile comes out. They take the person, the weirdest, most unflattering, unflattering picture you can have. Oh, everybody, everybody's unbeautiful and un lovely at, at many times in the day but you don't look if the person falls down not apart from making sure the person's okay physically what are you looking for the person's all disheveled their clothes are awry don't look what are you looking what, what are you what are you, what are you, what are you looking what, what's your business to see somebody not in, not in a state in a, in a dignified respect why are you looking for you look away 
You look away. You're not looking when somebody's in a disheveled state or an un, un, unbeautiful or undignified state because they fell. It's none of your business. Don't look. And if anything can lead to you, don't look. And a person, even in their own side, they don't show if they don't have to. I'm not talking about you have to show for therapeutic reasons, for practical reasons, for business. That's a different story. But otherwise, but I, so usually I'm emphasizing the relationship with Hashem, which is very important, but that's not what I'm talking about now. Imagine your relationships. If everybody is taking care not to see the, the, not to see the unbeautiful part of another person, and every person is taking care modestly not to show the unbeautiful part of themselves, do you realize that what exquisite and refined and beautiful relationship that human beings have? And I believe, so I, say, I say it's even by a couple, even by a married couple, you're on top of each other for crying out loud. And even there, we, we, we go out of our way not to, not to see what's negative and not to show what's negative. And it, it goes without saying in the marketplace with your colleagues, with your chavrusas, with your, with your, your uh, whatever. It goes without saying. Why? 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 Why should anybody see anything negative about anybody? For what? It's a sickness. That's a sickness to want to see those things. A morbid curiosity to see, to see what's ugly. Why? Why are you pursuing things? When you have a, if you have business, you investigate people. You're going to hire somebody, go call, call their employer. You're going to hire somebody, call their, you want to marry somebody, call up and find out about the family. That's right. That's not a morbid curiosity. That's practicality. Or therapeutic. You have to show somebody. You probably have to show the doctor or show the person or whatever it is or to look or whatever the story is. But when it's not, what, what's wrong with us? Why do you want to see it for? And this, I think, it, it would raise you. See, you're talking about, think about this. Every relationship, if, if you don't pursue those thoughts, you don't look beyond that place. You don't, look, you don't allow yourself to see you know, what might be uh, disheveled or undignified or unlovely about a person. And you don't show it when you don't have to. Because what a lofty, exquisite, what an exquisite ballet every single relationship in the world can be. What a beautiful, refined world we'd be living in. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's something wonderful. It's something wonderful. And that's the way we're supposed to be. And so modesty is not only about the, it's about the, about the, beautiful, the good things, modesty is also about the bad things. Why is that an aspect of modesty? Two different points. Well, that, that's, also, that's also a point, but that's not the case here. The case here is that the case here is that you that that, that you that and when a person is modest, they don't push the thing beyond what God but beyond God. Let God take care of it. If it's not necessary, that's it's God's business. That's why it's not. It's, it's, there's a, I, I skipped over because that's not the book. There's a book by Rabbi Lezer Garmiza. I, I sang. We sang from this all night. One one poem. We sang from this book all night long. Literally. All night long. So he, he has a beautiful poem in the beginning called the Sefer Okeh. It's a beautiful poem in the beginning. So he, he there in, in this beautiful, we should bring it here one time. It's, it's exquisite. The poem is exquisite. But, and so he has a list of things like there's no this like that. There's no this like that. This is, the height of this is that. So he say, ain't simcha kesimchas mitzvah. There's no joy like the joy of a mitzvah. Ain't avakavas Hashem. There's no love like the love of God. Ain't kedusha capricious. There's no holiness like, like uh, separating oneself. So he says at one point, and he, I just don't remember if he says, but the point he says, he says, he says, there's no emuna. There's no faithfulness to God. There's no emuna like, 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 like modesty. And I said, because that's what a person knows. Here, what are you pushing? What are you pushing for? Let God worry about it. If you don't have a mitzvah, why, why are you finding out of anything? There's a God. Let him, let him, if you have to know, he'll tell you. If anybody has to know about you, he'll tell him. Why tell anybody anything? What do you have to speak for? Why does anybody have to tell anybody anything? Why? On a need-to-know basis. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm afraid to hear. Why am, I, why am I pushing? If I have no mitzvah, why am I seeking information? There's a God. What morbid drive is in me to have to seek it when I don't need it? 
What morbid drive is in me to have to reveal it when it doesn't need to be revealed? There's a God. That's what I'm talking about. They're here. There's a God. And when you're close to God, you feel that way. You're here, you're calm. I don't, I don't got it. I don't got to be pushed. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about here. So that's the point. The, 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 uh, I'm not. The, if there's no the, 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 modesty, means that there's no revelation of something to basis. And I said this. And I mean, I'm not saying to be sensational. Of everything I've ever learned about Hashem, the thing that impresses me absolutely the most is the modesty of Hashem. The creation of the world, in my humble mind, pales next to the next to the modesty of God. The creation of the universe pales, in my humble opinion, next to the modesty of God. You barely, you barely hear a word, nothing. I, I told you, I'm going to stop. I, it was, I, it was, it's already a good while because computers have advanced, you know. But they, you had these, you know, a handful of experts in the world could make those microchips, you know, you know, the super minuscule thing. So believe it or not, at some point as computers advance, they start to get messed up. What they find out? These guys were signing them. They were signing the, uh, the microchip, and there were six other guys in the world who ever saw it. But if they had it, they had it, I was like, I did it. You know, Joe was here. Not this Joe. You know, Joe was here. They started getting, they started getting you know, mess-ups in the computers. They found out the guys were signing the, uh, the, he had to sign it. Did you open up one Redwood in, in California and find in the middle zero dash zero zero by God? Not one. Did you find one human eye and all the billions of people in the world? You know, you know, yours truly God, by God. Made with love by God. Designed, designed, and designed and manufactured by God. Nothing. Nothing. We barely, we barely, we barely hear from Hashem. Because he doesn't have to. If he really exists, you don't need to push. And it's our emulation of God. What are we pushing for? Why? Whoever, whoever, has to, whoever has to assert his existence doesn't exist. That's what I'm. You see, every guy who schwitzes, he's, he makes himself smaller. The Gemara says the box with the fewest coins makes the biggest noise. You see, look at a tzedakah box that's full. What sound does it make? Shh, 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 when it's full. You put three coins in the tzedakah box. Rattle, 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 rattle. Nothing in there. When there's nothing in the box, it makes the biggest noise. The box with the fewest coins makes the biggest noise. It's ironic. The more coins you put in the box, the less noise it makes. The more, the, the more substance anything has, the less noise it makes. You don't need to. So it's our own, it's our own emulation of Hashem. When there's not a mitzvah to them, they say, here, God had to reveal himself at Sinai. We, we, we can't exist without him. Okay, so Hashem had to, had to, had to make a revelation. If it weren't for the needs of humans, we would never have a clue that there was a God. You wouldn't hear a word. It's only that our very existence depends on, on the revelation of God. We'd never hear a word. Not a word. So anyway, that's my, I'd make the you know, lecture, that's, that's how I understand it. So, but I see here, so usually I emphasize the relationship with Hashem. But here's something else. Look at the human relationship. I, I, I humbly submit to you that you, you, our lives would be, would be the most exquisite art, the most, the most delicate dance. You know, saying that if every person is avoiding seeing, 
the, 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 the unpleasant, and avoiding ever showing it, oh my goodness, what a refinement, we, 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 we'd be like, we'd be like, we'd be like a, a music, you know, the fine, fine art. Our lives would be fine art, our marriages would be fine art, our business relationships would be fine art. Harusas would be fine art. Yeah, that's what I understand. I just wanted to bring it out. Hey, it's worth it. It's worth trying here. You know what? You don't have a mitzvah? Yeah, don't look. Don't look. Why have to look? What do you want to see somebody, somebody, somebody with, their, with their necktie halfway, halfway around the neck or backwards? What do you have to see it for? <laughs> Years ago when I was a kid, I was on a bus. So uh, this guy asked me where I learned and I started to learn with the guy and he says to me, are people normal where you go to yeshiva? So I think, what's going on here? So I feel it must be he thinks I'm not talking good Torah. So I, I turn the dial up. I start talking better Torah. You know, I turned it up two or three notches. And we're going at a really serious Torah. And he said, yeah, but are people normal where you come from? You know, I'm saying, what do you mean? So I turn up a dial another three, four, six notches, ten notches. I'm talking Torah like, you know, I really got all the all cylinders, cylinders filing, you know. Anybody, I was having a hard time finding, following my own discussion at that point. And the guy's still looking at me, see, yeah, but are people normal? I forget, I don't know what the guy must be nuts. I get off the bus, I go home, I walk into the house, my hat's on like this, like Napoleon. With the, with the, with the, bow, with the bow in the front and the thing. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. But that's what was happening. Anyway, <laughs> what do you want to see it for? You know, see, we don't want to show it for, that's the point. It's a beautiful world. It's a beautiful world if people conduct that. If we all conduct ourselves like, you know, on a need-to-know basis, except when there's a mitzvah or a, pragma, a pragmatic, and you're living in a, it's a very lofty and exquisite level. Let's, uh, I submit, let's hear, you know, everybody, can, if you, I think every person who tries it a little bit more here and there, you'll see that it just upgrades, upgrades a person's entire life, in my humble opinion. Yes, sir.